podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. There's more to working from home than emails. So you need Wi-Fi with reliable speed, the most in-home coverage, and built-in security. You need Xfinity XFi. That's simple, easy, awesome. Switch to Xfinity Internet and learn about our great offers. You'll get amazing value with speeds that deliver and reliable coverage you can count on. And with XFi Advanced Security, you can keep all the devices in your home connected and protected from Wi-Fi network threats. Go online, call 1-800-XFINITY, or visit a store to learn more today. Restrictions apply. It's got to 2-2, two, two, and we've still got more than half an hour to go, and here's Ozil. Lacazette, Ozil! Hello and welcome to another Touchy Gooners podcast. My name is Lewis and I'm joined by three lovely guests today. How you doing, Leroy? I'm good, man. I'm good. Uh, good. And we got Sean. Yeah, what's happening, man? You all right? Uh, and we got Shabs. Yo, good. I'm in good spirits, man. I'm good. I'm happy. I'm happy. I'm you happy. You don't happy, Shabs. I need, to, I need to hear the excitement in your voice. Like, come on, um, man. We just beat um, Nottingham Forest 5-0. I'm definitely happy about that. You guys aren't encouraged by that? Do you know what? That's the only game I've watched this season that's made me smile. Uh, t- nah, how nah, about for I, the I, last I was, uh, I was, 18 months? I was for real. I was, I was, I was happy to <laughs> I've not, I've not enjoyed an Arsenal game in time, bro. Yesterday I enjoyed it still. Yeah, you yeah, exactly. You're happy because your stocks. You happy because your stocks went up, bro. My stocks Man's in. eating. <laughs> Man's eating a Nelson blood. Listen, I can't Nelson lie. PLC. Yeah. I can't lie. Watching Nelson yesterday just 
it further proves to me that he's a championship winger. Like, <laughs> he's, a, he's a lower prem slash championship winger. The what, fact that, you know what it is? What, <laughs> what do you rate about? What is it about Nelson? What is it that you don't rate about? Because I, I just don't see his game translating at the top level. Like I see, he looked so confident yesterday. Uh, like he had this swagger about him. He was beating people for fun. But he can't do that. He doesn't do that in the prem. He doesn't even carry the same confidence in the prem. Like that just proves to me that his level. He knows his level is the championship. Now you call that harsh. Call that harsh. But mm. to me, I, I think that that says a lot. To me, like he showed his ability level, so he's got a lot of technical abilities and qualities. But for me, especially when the pressure's on and the high pace of the game in like the, the, the first team, he just breaks down and the basics don't work. That's why I was thinking like Saka clearly doesn't have the ability he does, mm. but he does the basics right. So yeah. Saka will do a through ball and it will be a good way to through ball. He'll um, not just do dumb shit like and just get the basics wrong. That's that's what's annoying about Nelson for me. I don't want to I don't want to take yeah. anything away from Nelson's performance yesterday because I thought he was he brilliant. Was I thought he was yeah. really good and like his pass for um, the first goal to Chambers was like I mean that was just an amazing pass um, and and overall I thought he was really good but I just I just think that he's always going to be able to do that and he's going to be able to do that against the Championship teams but asking him to do that against Premier League opposition mm-hmm. is the stumbling block. And I think that kind of just shows the cap in his uh, potential for me anyway. Pers- per- so personally, I feel the description of him, like he's not a pure 1v1 wide threat. That's not the sort of player he is. He is more uh, a combination type player, which he, he prefers. Like He's the sort of player, when we're in control, in possession, you'll see a lot more of him. But he can't keep like... He's not going to be someone who attacks in like sporadic moments. Like Saka, Saka is more of an individualist. Do you know what I mean? So he will get like he's a lot more single-minded in his actions, which is which is why to like in a in a pure like he, he can be a lot eye-catching. Do you know what I mean? So like the movements yeah. he, he makes. Whereas like Nelson is someone who will come in off the line, he'll combine like, and then he'll he'll have a few like individual moments. But he's more of a of a combination player, in my opinion, like Wobi. So sometimes that won't always come through to the forefront and plus as well I don't think that's the sort of play that's going to fully fully shine under Emery anyway but we'll see yeah. I'm still yeah, my stocks are high you uh, bought some more in it uh, bro uh, listen <laughs> just give, give, give it time give it time give it time yeah, have you actually yeah, got st- have you actually got stocks in them on football index no, I, 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 you know what? I, I've been meaning to start investing in players. I'm, I need to, I need to even ask Dan about that. Lewis, no free it. promo around here, mate. Yeah, no sure, free sure, promo. Man. They've got to be paying us before we talk, we talk fuck, about fuck, that fuck, kind fuck, of stuff. Fuck index, isn't it? Because yeah. I ain't eating. I ain't eating. Yeah, no, we need to eat, innit? Big yeah. man. Hey, your your porch extension's not gonna be not gonna pay for itself, is it? <laughs> Bro, real talk. <laughs> real talk, man. Man's going into the red for that. So, yeah, well, I ain't eating football index. You're gonna have to holler me in it, because boy, I need I need a, I need a skylight. We'll, we'll plug your email at the uh, at the end of the pod, innit? But... Man, man, <laughs> man needs a skylight <laughs> for real. Like consultations on you, boy. Obviously, there was a lot of um, a lot of other encouraging performances last night. Mainly Martinelli, who for me he showed me a side. I, I tweeted it today. He he showcased skills to me that um, that I hadn't seen in the in his other uh, appearances in preseason. That I hadn't seen in like little YouTube clips that I saw of him before he came to the club. And it was like 
he has this uncanny ability just to turn on a sixpence. I don't know how he does it, but it was quite... It, it reminded me a little bit of Van Persie, the way he could just, like, swivel um, and then and then get a shot off. Um, he, he seemed to be really highly technically uh, accomplished, and uh, that, that bit surprised me because I kind of <laughs> thought he was, uh, like, more of a Theo Walcott kind of player. I will please respect Edu. Please respect Edu. Please. He's a Theo Walcott kind of player. But, I, I, by that I, I mean like kids... a run on to things, um, you know, getting in behind oh, oh. very quick. Got okay. good goal, sco- got good goal scoring in- instincts. I didn't mean it as an insult. I just meant on okay. it like a more of a in behind player. But he showed in this game that he he very much can play can with the ball into his feet. Whereas Fear Walcott mm. would never have been able to do that up front. Do you know what I mean? Do you know what? No, um, I'm, I'm not, I'm, you go, you go, you go. Oh no! I was gonna say I'm. I'm not even gonna lie to you. You look. You look. Saw me like I was. I, I was saying yesterday. Like, are we gonna? Re- Please don't let us regret loaning um, Eddie and KTR. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I thought. Oh, I don't. I don't really know. Is it a bit risky him starting up front? I think I. I. I disrespected him a tiny piece, but what I saw of him yesterday, I said, you know what? I like this. And then I started to think about, it and I said, you know what? What they've done is wild because they've gone and got a player who was playing in the Brazilian third division. You know what I mean? A young player who hasn't really played a lot of football, but he's highly thought of in in in, in Brazil. They've they've considered him a lot, and I swear didn't he get the call up like to train with the national side before um, before the um, was it the Copa America in the oh, summer? Really? So they they must. They must be ready. like like I think he was just training mm-hmm. with yeah um, he did he, he got bored I don't think yeah it wasn't yeah so it wasn't like a oh yeah boom there's a chance of playing but it was like yeah come 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 train with us in it so they must respect him to they must have seen something about the kid to to say like yeah come and and, and come and chill with these levels because it's it's levels there in that Brazil squad like you're not if you're not technically cut like forget about it so. I think yeah, man. I, I, I'm 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 liking this. I hope that he can get like a bit more game time. Um, Wait, where do you see his game time coming, though? Do you think he's good enough to lead the line I, the Europa League? I don't want to say nothing. You know, I don't. I don't. I don't want to write him off because like yesterday, I was quick to say, yeah, I don't know. After yesterday, I think yeah, we can see. It depends what team plays behind him. Because mm. yesterday, I think we saw a bit of a team that played that is capable of creating chances and providing service. So if he's got a the team that can provide service, shocking, by the way. Yes, and the opposite, yeah, they were. T- it is not in them as well. Like, I don't want to get carried away, mm. but I think if we, um, yeah, if we play him with like you know the, the usual suspects, then forget mm. about it. <laughs> like yeah. he's got no chance of. He's not going to get any service. He's going to look terrible. You know what I mean? The club will do a good job of making him look terrible if you play him with the likes of Shaka and just just guys who have no intention of giving him the ball the way where and how he needs the ball. Forget it. Imagine Man United have gone to penalties against Rochdale. Um, oh man! All right, let, all right, let's keep this Martinelli based anyway. Um, yeah, yeah. Nero, what what were you were you thinking on Martinelli? Because I know you you uh, you you found him quite promising during preseason as well. Yeah, um, preseason I liked what I saw because even though like one of the most important things in the modern game is athleticism, and I feel like what you were talking about in terms of his t- uh, turning on a sixpence, it wasn't really his technical quality; it was his sharpness. Like the thing that sticks out with him is he's very, very sharp. He's very, very explosive, and he's good in the first few yards, and he's lightning quick, literally lightning quick. 
those features are really obvious in preseason. And the other thing I liked about him is his movement in and around the box. And he looks like he's about his goals. And when he was striking the ball, it was always hard, low and on target. So I was thinking, right, this kid's got something here. But personally, I still don't think technically he's, he's that good. And I don't think he's really technically good enough to be a winger unless you can make him like a... I'm not saying, but a field Walcott type off the ball winger who's just going to come inside and look to score goals. But I think I said it on one of the earlier pods from here, there's a striker in that kid mm. and you can see it. And hungry. I'm glad they... Hungry. And I'm glad they moved him to the middle early because I feel like it gets the best out of his good attributes and kind of hides his not so good attributes. But what I saw was a kid who is super, super sharp athletic enough he's not strong enough yet he's going to grow into his body but really quick off the mark really really good turning and agility who is good again good sniffing movement in and about the box who works hard I, I was really excited by his performance and I feel like he's done more than enough for me to warrant the Europa League games because at the end of the day you're saying the opposition was poor which it was but not in Forest is sixth in the championship mm. so how how much worse are they going to be than the Europa League teams that we're going to play especially at That's home a very fair I, point yeah I, I, I think he's done more than enough to warrant those games Sean what about you you saw him live in the yeah flesh. yeah 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 I, I saw him yesterday as well man he um he, he looks quite small because mm. of his um posture so he kind of like hunches over a bit but he's actually five foot ten he's not small like he's not small you so um and obviously, he's only just turned eighteen as well, so he's still got a lot of growing to do into yeah. his into his frame and into his physique. But um, similar to what Leroy said, I, I love his athleticism. He is, and and we saw it in preseason as well. He's rapid. He's he's rapid, very 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 quick off the mark. So that already stands him in good stead at his age. Like he 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 can fit in well. Obviously, he needs to develop like strength both on and off the ball, um, and and his ability maybe to bring in teammates. He, at the moment, he's very single-minded and he and he and he wants his goals which obviously is not a bad thing at all but um he will need to become more of a more of a rounded threat but yeah like um Leroy, i definitely agree um i i want to see him through the middle i my my players that are wide i would prefer them to be more more ball handlers and and with martinelli he he's he isn't um quite like that yet so he, he's, he's more focused on on his his movement is very sharp which i like um but yeah in, in terms of from wide i wouldn't i would still prioritise seeing um, some of the other young players there over him so but yeah through through the middle in the Europa League I, I, I don't see why not we played um, the hard we had our hardest group game and we've won it now well, so yeah. pretty much we are in good stead now to, mm. to win the group so really and truthfully there isn't really any reason now to start Bamiyan. Um yeah some, who, who else have we got in our group like Slavia Prague I, I see no reason why I, um, I see no reason why Martin standard Liège yeah yeah, I see no reason why Martinelli can't lead the line with the likes of like Smith Rowe, Saka, uh, Nelson behind him. Why not? The, these are the sort of minutes that the young players need, proper tangible minutes in um in in good competitions. Obviously, the Europa League group stage, I mean, the competition doesn't really get serious till like the quarterfinals, but I, I, I see no reason why we can't develop these guys in this competition at the moment. So yeah, for me, uh, give Aubameyang the, the nights off during midweek and yeah, just the... Uh, let Martinelli lead the line in the Europa League. So. Mm. Can, I, can, can I ask you, Matt, something? Because um, I feel like there's a really interesting thing developing in terms of this tussle for the left-wing position in terms of the first team. So, obviously, you see Saka did really well in Frankfurt and then got drawn in. Nelson had the start and probably didn't take his opportunity. 
And then obviously Martinelli came on in the first game uh, on the left wing in that position as well. Mm. And I feel like having that competition between those three is really going to sort of lift, force them to lift their level. It's going to be kind of good. But based on Martinelli's performance, because I know he's not got the technical ability, but I still feel like, you know, when you see a young player and you feel like, I don't, even though he might not be that great, he's going to do something when he's on the pitch. Yeah, That's what I... That's like Saka as well. Exactly. That's what I feel like when I when I get what I see when I um, see Martinelli. That's what I feel. Mm. So, what are you thinking about starting Martinelli on the left? Because at the moment he's kind of outshone everybody. So, do, do you know start what, yeah. him on the left in the next game. Do you know what I, you guys are mentioning technical deficiencies? And yeah, I can <coughs> concede that he definitely isn't like you know completely accomplished technically. But I still think he's quite good technically. His ball striking looks to be good. He seems to be a decent carrier of it, and as you uh, as you mentioned, he's got good he's got good agility and can turn players as well. I don't really know about his one on one ability because we haven't really seen much about it's that. Poor. Is it is it poor? Yeah, it's poor. Okay, it's I haven't poor. seen much, so I can't comment on it personally. But and I haven't seen too much of like uh, his end product, like fi- final ball. Um, I I would like to see him there um, because I, I'm not I'm not a huge fan of Nelson. I don't think Saka is the answer. Um, so I would like to see him there. Um, I, 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 I don't mind. I, I, I think. Um, I don't think we've got like it is between those three players. Really, um, I think he has shown shown promise. I think um, it builds momentum. Are you asking if he should start in the next game against United? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Because who else is going to really start on the left? So it's either it's going to be one of the three. I'm thinking out of the three, who would you start? Me personally, well, I'm not. He's not fit. He's not fit for a while. Me personally, Martinelli out of the three has shown me the most promise. So Mm. I would go with him. Yeah, I think with Martinelli, like as well, probably why I'm saying why not for him. I think he. All right, this is going to sound crazy, in fact, because Saka has bagged goals in it. But I think Martinelli probably looks the most the most capable of of scoring of being a goal threat if mm. that if that makes sense like yeah. I just I feel a bit more confident about what he can do in front of goal um, based on the little that I've seen of him so yeah I don't I don't think there's a lot to lose in terms of I think of the fact playing, that Saka started on the bench yesterday kind of signalled to me that he would be the one to start against United yeah yeah um, I saw that as an indication for that to happen I don't so, think I don't think anyone that started yesterday will start so, against United. Except yeah, the Chambers. So, so for, 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 for me personally, I kind of sit on the other side to you guys here um, in terms of I feel like the responsibility for goals will fall to Aubameyang and Pepe. So I would rather something a bit more secure on the, on the left. Um, so, which is why I, I will still more push the, the, the Nelson bandwagon on that front in terms of I feel he's more technically secure than, than the other two, even though the other two are more likely to pop up probably with a goal. But I would think in terms of maybe helping to build and, 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 and sustain, sustain attacks, I would prefer Nelson at the moment, even though obviously he's been very inconsistent himself. But that would be my option. Alternatively, the other option, which I actually I've not been quite happy with and thankfully he only went off with concussion yesterday but um, Emil Smith-Rowe even though he's versatile he's actually playing in the worst position of all the ones he could actually be playing in mm. so he, he he could well play from the left he could play as a number 10 he could play in centre mid so I would like to see him utilised uh, a, a bit better because he's quite um, where we're playing him on the right hand side at the moment I find it quite linear he can't really do much from that side so um, all he ends up doing is just coming back inside and um, mm. 
or, or looking for someone on the overlap. So whereas coming from the left, I think the pitch and the angle opens up a bit more so so we can see a bit more from him. But um, maybe, maybe it's a case of because he's been on and off with injuries. Well, it's not really injury. Well, concussion yesterday as well. So he's not really... He was um, poor yesterday, though, I thought. Yeah, I, 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 don't, I don't... He probably was the, was the, le- uh, well, yeah, the was least... Well, the least impressive. I, I don't think yeah. anyone was poor, but um, yeah, I thought he, he was he the was, least impressive, yeah. He, he, was, he was definitely the least impressive out of all of them. Um, probably, like I said, because he, he's, he's the one who's had a stop-start season more than any of them, any of the others. Personally, I still actually maintain the fact that I actually think he's the most talented out of all of them. But anyway, until he, he needs to get a, a clean run of games, but in a better position for me anyway as well. But sorry, Where, where, where do you think he's best position? he's he's a he's a number 10 but he can also yeah. play but he's he's very fast with the ball at his feet and he's very explosive as well so he could play from the left um as well pretty easily as well so and he is actually very athletic himself as well so i don't really know i don't really know it, it's quite interesting because last year before um he went on loan in january he was he was the one the youngster that played the most in the europa league and i think he scored three goals um, yeah, for us he before he actually went on loan yeah, last did. season as well, so um, so I, I I don't really know at the moment. Yeah, so um, but yeah, me personally as a, as a, as Ira is a number ten because um, he's got very good like work rate as well. So I, and I would have thought that would be the the sort of the type of player Emery fancied a bit more. Hmm. Maybe maybe he will with with fitness and time. But yeah, we'll see at the moment. So um, but yeah, to answer your question, Nelson for me. Okay. Um... Obviously, another player who impressed yesterday was uh, Callum Chambers, who's, who's, I don't know, like, see Chambers to me, he, he seems to go through cycles of, like, we get kind of excited about him in a particular role or position, and then we kind of, I don't want to say rub our hounds off him, but obviously he gets forgotten about, and then, uh, and then we start talking about his deficiencies, and we're like, oh, no, is there a player there, really? But, I mean, yesterday he really showed, like, just how accomplished technically he is and he even showed to me that he has actually got some athleticism in him which has been a criticism nah. of him before did he, mate there was a couple runs yesterday that i thought what what is that chambers yeah nah sorry nah mm. i mean unless he can, he has a big course of steroids mm. some good good solid gear some insulin <laughs> gets to the gym like i don't see it technically he's always been a very good footballer mm. always like mm. from day one he's mm. come here but he just hasn't had the athleticism, and the day as soon as he comes up against a tricky winger, he's he's gonna get his 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 pants pulled down again. Yeah, no, that's so. toast, isn't it? He's done it. But yeah. um, I still, yeah, I still, I I don't think he's ever truly had a a, a run in the Arsenal side. I think a lot, there's a lot worse players than him, a lot worse defenders than him who have got ample game time. Well, two, of um, two have been starting for us. Who, who who have had casualties, absolute casualties. I don't think he's that bad, and. He's been my pick for me for right. Like I've been, it, it shouldn't matter too much now because Bellerin is 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 back or he's on the verge. But I've been saying for for a minute now. I just think like I'd have him starting at right back for us. I've been worried about Ainsley Maitland Niles. Um, I think he obviously gives us something going forward, but it's the other side, and we've been fragile at the back. I just want something that secures us and stabilizes us. Mm-hmm. And I would say I'll just have him as a as a as a non roaming right back. And then if the game opens up and gives him the opportunity to get forward and get into promising positions and, and, and provide a bit of an attacking threat, then cool. I think he can do it. We've seen that he can do it. But for most of the game, I just ask him to be disciplined. And because um, Kolasinac has been doing whatever the hell he likes, just on a jolly up down the left-hand side all the time, he always roams. It always leaves us like vulnerable at the back anyway. So he can slot in. 
Like they can, you can shift across a little bit, get a bit of extra cover. Well, I don't think this will matter too much now, but this is kind of what I had been hoping for coming into the season with him. And I think he started the first game, didn't he, against Newcastle? He yeah, played he well. Did, and he did all right. Kept yeah. a clean sheet. Um, and then was out the side. And then, like, he, 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 he came in again, played, when did he play? Midweek. Um, another clean sheet. Yeah. You know, he had to come off the bench. Um, Against Villa. against Villa the other day, but then he played again yesterday. Another clean sheet, so he actually has the, been really know, impressive every time he's played. Yeah, man. Yeah. Like, yeah. Um, so I don't. Yeah. I, I think we're thinking about the casualties that he's had and mm. thinking, nah. And I, I I don't trust him. Like the athleticism chat is a bit wild for me. Though, I'm not gonna lie, <laughs> but because I don't trust him. I'm not saying he is athletic. I'm just saying, like yesterday, he, he looked like he had a bit of speed about him. He had a bit of thing about him. Maybe he was playing but, against um, uh, attackers that had like 55 pace on FIFA. I don't know, but <laughs> Albert Adoma was playing in it. He's got PMP, so Chambers, you know, he's getting past him. But um, yeah, like I, I liked him. He, he scored um, a great goal against Villa on Sunday. Um, like a really mm. good goal, actually. That finish was like, I, I, and I kept looking at these positions that he was getting into and comparing it to Maitland-Niles. And I guarantee you, we wouldn't have scored any of the goals um, uh, that cha- like that Chambers contributed over the last two games if Maitland-Niles would have been on the pitch. And I, I think he, he looks to be an upgrade in that position over Ainsley. Maybe He's an upgrade technically because he's technically clear of him, yeah. literally. Like, honestly, he's actually such a baller. Mm. Like, in terms of his first touch... He, the way he can uh, manipulate the ball in space, in small spaces, in terms of his delivery, um, first time delivery, like that, that the first goal from Martinelli, that cross was mental, it's a joke, mental, like literally. So, yeah, he's going to be an upgrade in that respect. It's just uh, athletically going backwards, which is in transition, which is our biggest Achilles heel in every single position. It seems mm. he's just not, he's not going to cut the mustard, so he's going to get turned out a few times. So who? So who would you? So if if you had um, Maitland Niles or Chambers fit, uh, well, well, in Maitland Niles's case, um, not suspended, who would you start against United? I, I would start Chambers because Ainsley Niles seems um, um, Ainsley Maitland Niles seems to have mentally checked out of the position. He's, mm. he's, he's not interested. Mm. He, he's not on it. So like you can see that in the way he plays, he's not bobbed. So I'll, at least Chambers looks hungry. Mm. So I'll start him. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. I'm the same. Yeah, Maitland-Niles is an interesting case because um, he's been poor all season, except for Newcastle, which I think he was pretty decent and got a good assist. Um, but ever since then, I think he's been quite poor. Um, and it's like all aspects of his game that has been poor. And uh, So you make an interesting point there, Leroy, that you think he's like he's completely mentally checked out of the position. Like He's like, I can't be bothered with this right-back shit anymore. Yeah, and he knows Bellerin's coming back. His position's under threat anyway. It's all a mental thing that adds up. Like you, you can tell he's not bothered when he's out there anymore. Mm. Like when he got sent off, he was like, "Just yeah, like cool, 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 whatever, cool. Let me get off. Let me get, let me, let me feign injury." So, <laughs> so. he's been decent going forward. You know, he's created. Mm. I think I, I saw something. I think I saw something um, today or yesterday talking about Guendouzi saying he's created the most chances for us. Um, seconded by Maitland Niles so yeah, it looks like he's it's the positions he's, he's, he's he gets right into forward. we're reliant on our fullbacks so that's that's what I would say in regards to that yeah. and he is He, if you look at XA he's um he's the highest in our team um just ahead of Pepe but I mean 
I don't really know yeah, what that. Defensively, he's he's good. He's he's garbage. Like you know, I've, I'm 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 worried for the fella. I've seen him have too many casualties now. I've seen enough for him to feel like nah, this is like how I feel when I see him playing right back is like how I used to feel when I used to see like um, like Lushni on the pitch in the lineup or <laughs> Stepanovs or like you, you know, like, you know, legs, you like know. Pascal Sagan like yeah. you know them man like this is mm. this how I feel when I see him I'm like oh man like this doesn't this doesn't bode well um, for me but yeah yeah man I, I think um, yeah man I, I can't really say much more than that man I feel, I feel Chambers should definitely get the nod over him I just I don't think that he's been that great defensively and I think just take him out like protect him yeah. like give, give take him out of the firing line a little bit you know what I mean like he's done a he's done a job for us there for long enough playing as a right back he's a central midfielder sometimes even used to play right is mid is he a right central wing. midfielder though he ain't a central he midfielder for us Make it. I don't think he can make it at Arsenal as a central midfielder, but where he's learned to play, surely it's like central mm. centre mid and um, and right wing. He's not good enough to, to, to he's not good enough to be a centre mid for Arsenal. I, I feel like people so. do this revisionism with Maitland Niles now, where it's like, oh, you know, he's not right back, so let's, you know, he's he should be playing centre midfield, so let's give him a chance in centre midfield. And it's like, but what has he ever proven? when he has been given opportunities in centre midfield, that he is capable of doing it. I know he had like a decent game against United at Old Trafford last year, but that was a dead rubber, you know, in a game that, you know, no one expected anything. So the bar was literally on the floor. Um, other than that, I can't really think of any positives from him as a centre midfielder. I can't see what he brings to the table that, you know, uh, we've got six or seven players ahead of him in the, in the pecking order for centre midfield. Why would he, why should he get a chance there? You know, I don't. I don't understand it. Um, yeah, Sean. Um, yeah, no, no. I was, I was just going to say, just to touch on sort of what the guys have said about Chambers. I guess if we are running a, a meritocracy, um, Chambers does deserve to. He, he hasn't really deserved to be dropped all season, even though, um, like the other guys have said, I, I do have big concerns about about his athleticism and at right back as well. Um, I, I, I do just feel any time he comes up against anyone with pace, like he, he's going to get burnt. So, um, but yeah, yeah, I, I guess if if we're judging him just as, as a standalone individual this season, his actions have been good. Um, scored against Villa, helped us in the comeback, hat trick of assists last night. Mm. Um, kept a, he's been in a team where we've when we've kept two clean sheets. Um, so yeah, free, free clean sheets, speak, isn't it? Is it free? Okay. Newcastle, yeah, Newcastle, um, Newcastle, Frankfurt, and, to, oh, and last, and yeah. last night, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, 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 fair enough, fair enough. I, I, I can't, I can't, I can't dis- really disagree with him. And as a, I guess maybe uh, as a utility player, as, as just part of the squad, if he's happy with that, um, I'm happy to keep him. If he's happy to be sort of like our own sort of like John O'Shea, do you know what I mean? So, <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, but. Um, and, and like I said, I, I, I think the really upsetting thing with him is that, yeah, because he's so good technically, if he was just like, like not even that, like 10, 15% quicker, it would make a, a world of difference. Mm. It really would make a world of difference to the player he is and what he'd be capable of. So, so it's unfortunate. Um, but yeah, and, and, and with Ainsley, I, I don't really know where he goes from it because I do like him. And I actually think Ainsley's still technically quite good. But he what he is, he, he similar to, to what Leroy said about Nelson at times, is that the, the basics he can be very inconsistent in do you know what I mean so like you know he has the ability to pull it off but 
I, I mean, the, the the most pertinent thing which someone ever said about him is that he, he just looks like he just smokes too much weed, bro. I mean, it's just evident, <laughs> like just, just the way the dom in the dom plays. Like he's just. He's Do you think too, he thinks he's, he's better than he is? I don't know if he thinks he's better than he is. He's just too lay-lay. Like it's 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 that. I don't really, I, and I don't really want to accuse it of being like an attitude thing, but maybe it is to, to an extent. Like it just doesn't seem like there's there is enough intensity like with him at times. Do you know what I mean as well? So. I, 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 don't, I don't really know. Yeah, and obviously, I, I think um, I'll probably have to hold my hands up. He, he, he just—I I don't really know what his position is anymore. Mm-hmm. I generally don't, and and that's the that's the big worry with him going forward as well. Yeah, um, because you, like you said, centre mid, there's a raft of players ahead of him. Um, right back now, like you, I, I think you saw his quotes last week about how he obviously he's doing the job there for the team, but he's not happy to be there. And and Leroy was right in that he, he has mentally checked out, like. He's seen Bellerin come back and he's shook. Like he just knows he's, he's over in it. Do you know what I mean? So, mm. um, so yeah, I, I don't really know where he goes from here. It'll be interesting to see if he can reinvent himself, but I'm not very confident for him. I think another thing from yesterday's game showed me that how big an upgrade Tierney is going to be on Kolasinac. Um, like uh, Tierney, by no stretch of the imagination, he, he wasn't fit. He wasn't fully fit. I think he only got what seventy minutes was it? Um, but I mean, he was just great. It's so refreshing to have a left back capable of doing what he's doing. Well, uh, some notable, no, noticeable differences to me from him and Klasnach was just his ability to put a ball in first time and not not only just put it in, actually have uh, some quality attached to it. Um, I, I, I can't think of the like. There's so many occasions this season where Klasnach has had to take a touch and that touch has gone away from him and it's messed up the chance and. I think oh, it's going to be so. Or he's much tripped better. over. Or he's tripped over. Or he's kicked it out of play. Yeah, and and that's not oh, going to happen with Christ. with Tierney. I don't think Tierney's far far more technically accomplished. He looks, he he's got so much intensity about him. Like I love the fact that I know it was really Brexit, but I love the fact that you know he was a bit no nonsense at times. You know, if he was in doubt, you know, just hook it down the line. I don't I don't mind a bit of that. You know, I don't mind a bit of that. If 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 you need to do it sometimes, <laughs> you need to do it in it. But. I'd rather that than Kalasnats try a stupid little turn and get nicked, you know. Um, and oh, and he man. was beating. Lewis needs to own an Arsenal pub one day, man. Listen, Definitely needs to own an Arsenal pub. Uh, and you know whose pitch is going to be first on the ball? Kieran Tierney, mate. Yeah, Kieran Tierney. Oh, <laughs> well, first, yeah, first, mate, the first pitcher, yeah. uh, along with along, along with Dennis, of course, along with Dennis. Yeah. I was going to say that, right? You've got some legends, you know. You're saying his first game, seventy-seven but, um, minutes. It was like it was, it was refreshing to see like he was able to knock the ball past his opponent as well at will, at will. When was the last time we had a fullback capable of doing that? You know, it's mm-hmm. it's been a while, and I'm really. I, I think he. I think I know Leroy. You're gonna you're gonna disagree with me big time here, but I think he needs to start at Old Trafford. I really do think that. You're a lunatic. Yeah, I might be I'm, a lunatic, I'm, but I don't want to lose the game, in, man. I'm glad you're not in charge of Arsenal because if he starts, in my opinion, that is yeah. gross negligence. But why though? Gross. Because it's a week. It's a week. It's in a week's time, and then after the United game, do we? He could. You can't just have a rest. You can't throw a player, a player who's just come back off an injury, who hasn't had a preseason, into a game of that intensity. Um, it just doesn't work in terms of a recovery and periodization. It just it's, it, 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 it would be ridiculous, in my opinion. Mm. So, uh, it, I mean, if, 
<laughs> if, if you do that and he gets injured, you're going to get sacked. You're going to get sacked as a mm-hmm. as a um, as a, a strength and conditioning or your um, performance uh, expert. Like but he's, he's been back in training for a couple of weeks now, though, right? He has been back in training for a couple of weeks, but you still you have to give. The thing is, this, there's a reason, uh, especially when players come back from long injuries. Mm. There, there's a process you have to follow. So even though Tierney was slightly behind Bellerin in the previous process, he will go ahead of him because of the type of injury, etc., and the type of rehab. So Kirantini, um, from what I understand, obviously had a double hernia, which he had operated on, and he had what, something called osteotitis pubis, which is an inflammation of, it's a pubic synthesis, so it's where your muscles attach to the bone. With that type of injury, he obviously needs a, a slow progression. So he had 60 minutes in the under-23s, which is the first match he played. From my understanding, I don't think I've seen any reports of playing any games behind closed doors. He got 70 minutes against... Um, uh, what's this called Nottingham Forest he is not ready to go in and start at that intensity at Premier League intensity playing 90 minutes I'm sorry mm. ridiculous he played, um, he played he, 60 minutes for the under 23s as well Friday right? as well yeah, yeah, yeah. Under, yeah. yeah so 60 wolves. minutes for under 23s and 70 minutes then that's not enough not enough in terms of rehabilitation in my opinion so anyway. even though he had a full pre-season well, with Celtic he didn't have a full pre-season with Celtic I thought he got no, injured he was injured, I think, yeah, he didn't. He was injured for that whole thing oh was he injured for the whole thing he did, he, he did have a he didn't have a full pre-season with Celtic, no. Oh, I, think okay. he's, I think he started a bit of it. He hasn't got, played. Yeah. He's barely played in 2019 at all. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. yeah. that's why it, it would be gross negligence, okay. in my opinion, from... Like, Fair enough. If that's the it, case. Would be, it would be terrible, man. I thought honestly. he got injured just before he came to Arsenal, so I was thinking maybe he was only out nah. for like four or five weeks. He didn't have a pre-season. He had the, he had the operation. So from the operation, he's been in um, mm. recuperation or recovery. Yeah. So he started his, um, obviously, his fitness work on the bike and stuff to make sure his CV fitness is up. Then he built on that. And then he did start kicking a ball around, I think, three weeks before the um, the move to Arsenal. So that's how yeah. far he got. Fair enough. Yeah, I'm seeing so him what, now. Levi, he got injured you, um... beginning of May. Huh? So what, Levi, are you a sports huh? scientist, bro? I, I'm a doctor, G. Okay, like I'm saying, bro, you're just. Sam's going to come to you for medical advice, bro. Oh, yeah, I've got this rush. Man, man, don't my Achilles tendon, though. It's just a bit, it's a bit, it's a bit tight still. My Achilles is messed. I've just come out of the boot two days ago, man. Oh, sorry, bro. It's it's all it's horrible, but yeah, all right. No, no, no. I got your number, bro. Shame. This is all of them things. I'm back, I'm back, I'm back. <laughs> Just um, whilst we're looking ahead to United then, um, obviously another another impressive performance, not just yesterday, but also he's coming off the bench uh, against Villa on Sunday, was Joe, um, Joe Willock. Now, does his two performances now put him in the line to start against United? Yes. Who said yeah. yes? Sean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. For, for, for me... Um, and and this was for me like in a, in a, in amongst um, the stuff all of the youngsters did yesterday. I, I was just we're looking Torreira. For me, obviously, you take again the quality of opposition into account, but it's not a shock that those are the two most mobile midfielders, Arsenal centre midfielders that Arsenal have. And there were even times yesterday. I'm sure you guys saw when Nottingham Forest were breaking, the amount of, uh, I think Leroy said this in the chat as well, he was agreeing with me, the amount of transitions Joe Willock stopped mm. just because he's able to get up and down yeah. so quickly with, without any issue. Without he bullied issue. Forrest yesterday, didn't he? Yeah, he, he's just, he's, I, 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 and and you saw that, so you'd be able to see the, imagine another PMP midfielder for Arsenal win there as well. 
Mm. You, you then be you then be, begin to close down the distances between. I mean, even if the distances are a bit more of an issue, just by having those th- those more athletic midfielders on the pitch, it it then becomes a running. It, it, well, you're able to match the intensity that the other teams are able to throw at you, and 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 that's the biggest issue we have at the moment. And you see when Granit Xhaka plays as well, and obviously Torreira as well. He he's able to to cover short distances. Uh, adeptly as well and if I ever see him in any other position apart from defensive midfield I'm going to be absolutely livid so yeah, um, yeah. Someone, so, so, for me, yeah. so for me for me um, I would I would start Torreira and Willock would both be in my team for Monday along with uh, Gwendouzi that would be the midfield trio I would play away to United okay yeah um, I'm, with, yeah. I'm with that 100% it could it could all be so easy isn't it I, 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 just listening to you, to you speak yeah, and I'm just saying it it could all be so easy Honestly, like so it's, you agree it's not with that, that difficult. That midfield three, yeah? 100%, 100%. It has to. In fact, he has to start with them three. Like, how he can he mate. not? He won't. Yeah, how, how can he not? <laughs> I know he won't because he's a bum and it's going to vex me. It's going to vex me thinking about it. <laughs> you know where I stand. But when I say it could, all, it could all be so simple, like, because it's, it's it, like this guy's got all the ingredients there. I keep saying this. It's not, it's not. It's not that much, but what good does it make? Like this guy's in a Michelin star restaurant. Mm. He's got everything he needs in his kitchen, but he's a shit chef. Like that's just it. Like he's he's dead. Eye. He can't cook. For you. Like he can't. He's, he's just dead. Mm. And this is just how I feel about Emery. Like I just feel like it's like we're not that bad. Like we're 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 good enough. So especially when I look at the other teams around us this season, and I'm thinking Arsenal should be frying everything to bag that third spot. Because it's, it's, um, we're, it's we're possible. Not, we're not, you're right. You're right. We're not. It's possible. Uh, we, we, when I was thinking, that's one thing I was thinking in the game of Tuesday. We're not that bad. Like, our players are not that bad. Like, why are not we so that shit? bad at why all. Why are we so But I agree with the Willock stuff. Because, but it is kind of scary that a 20-year-old who's only really just exploded physically in the last year and just grown into his body is our most athletic midfielder. Mm. That's a worry, bro. Mad. Mad. That is crazy, man. So he has got good athleticism, though, man. He is. Do you know like... what? You say it's good, but it's good compared to the rest of our players. Mm. But he's still got bodied athletically by Kapoe and Decore. True. true. Yeah, it's not good in comparison to the league. Yeah. And and this is it. Like we're you know it's it's kind of like what we're seeing as like yeah positives or success. We still we still got some way to go, but. Um, it's just, yeah, man. This is building blocks. Pogba and McTominay, they they are more athletic than we look. Both of them. So it, it it it's just literally trying to play catch up, to be honest with you. But we can't mm. be running in treacle in midfield against Man United away because I think they'll just cut through us. So I I, I do agree with um, Torreira and Willock both need to play. Um, and Sabios, as much as I love Sabios on the ball, he is slow. Mm. <laughs> like, he, I, like he is slow. He can he can't make recovery runs. Mm. He literally can't do it. So you see what like the, a, you see what the expressions on his face as he's running in it. Like, wow, man looks stressed. Man. You know, <laughs> it looks like he's about to have a hernia, man. Uh, he, 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 it's peak, but I feel like Sebastian is a quality footballer. But he would only work in games that we have complete control over. Mm. If we have a lot of transitions, which we seem to do because everything seems to break down when we're trying to approach the final third, we need those players who can run. So I feel like those two need to start in a lot of games. Sabaos will definitely have his games, don't get me wrong. He's still a top player, but it's, it's going to be in different settings than what we're going to experience on Monday. Um, but yeah, um, honestly, Willock, I, I think I, I, can't, I stopped counting about 
10 or 12. 10 or 12 transitions. I was like, yep, Willock stopped, 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 mm. stopped. No problems whatsoever. So, like, it just lost very count. comfy defensively. Uh, yeah. I know that, as yeah. I said, look, the, just the opposition was rubbish, but... Yeah. Can, can I just um, add on, on what Leroy was saying on Ceballos? Like, obviously, he's a technician, fantastic, top-quality technician, but one issue I, I do have with him, um, which is why he when he does play, he always needs to play deep. He's far, far too attracted to the ball. So positionally, he 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 really isn't very intelligent positionally because he wants like touches of the ball like every two seconds, three seconds, which which isn't a bad thing in itself. But because he gets drawn to it so much now, it, it ends up um it can end up leave, leaving us lopsided and, and because w- when he then ends up getting caught out of position, like Leroy said, if we don't have the um, the P and P and and, and the, the athleticism and recovery, we're in a we're in a lot a lot of trouble. So and sometimes, as much as I do love him, he does take I think a bit too many touches of the ball. Like there are moments where he does need to release it a bit quicker. I, I don't know if that's an acclimatization thing, or, or or maybe he just hasn't seen it. But yeah, that, that I, I would like to see a bit more of that. That's still not to denigrate from the fact that he's an absolutely fantastic player. But um, I, I think for certain games especially Manchester United away I'm not starting him mm. on Monday so yeah I think he don't rate some of the I think it's not that he don't rate but he's also looking at some of these guys as well thinking I'm better than you innit like you know them ones there I will give you the ball but I'll give it to you when I want to give it to you I'm better than you but I, I, Mate, I, I think he's I, seeing I what you're saying like, as well I think he's seeing someone like Xhaka on the pitch and just be like this guy is a complete coward man like, yeah, like forget uh, it, forget it. But I, I feel what you're saying. He does like um, because he he does run to the ball. Like it, it can't it undermines um, like the team shape because he 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 always goes. It is great that he always wants to be there as an option and say yeah yeah go on give like pass the ball give the ball pass the ball. The whole tiki taka flex going mm. on. Like I, I I saw that about him. But yeah, he I I was very like kind of optimistic about him. Um, when we when we got him in the summer, loan and everything, I, like, I've got I've got I've got his name on the back of the third um, kit. I was very optimistic about him, but um, it is one of them ones. He is going to be like a, a. I've just come to accept he's going to be one of those guys who just plays kind of when um, to, the conditions are right or it's a certain type of game, and he'll thrive like he done it against Burnley, like we saw. You know, we absolutely bossed it at home against Burnley. Going to have a lot of the ball, but bossed the game completely. But then you saw against Liverpool, fair enough, he was blowing. Other games, you've just seen him just absolutely blowing. I think um, he's and a... they are still trying to acclimatise him. But yeah, I just, I, I, I think like the reality is he's, 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 he's going to play a select handful of games in it and certain types of games. But he's not here for everything. I think there's like um. I, I know we mentioned the point about the, these physical midfields, but I mean, there, there are games where, like, for example, against Spurs, he came on and, you know, we looked a much better side with him coming on. So he could be used in those games. It's not to say he can't be used in those games because I could easily see if we're 1-0 down at United and, you know, we need someone to come on and try to take control of, of the football, get hold of possession. I think he could make a difference and make things happen. Um it's also the role he's used in though as well because this, this, the thing about him is that he, he's not a 10 and, and this is where you know sometimes because he drops so deep this is where sometimes the disconnect happens again so you either need Willock or or as uh, Gwendouzi showed in it, it, a couple of times this season to push in between the lines and what one of them needs to push forward you can't have that cluster 
in the center circle it, it, it doesn't work like that because mm. it creates issues for spacing and it also creates issues like i said once once you do lose the ball as well so we need to find the the right blend and, and the right mix because similarly he likes to have a lot of the ball but so does Gwendozi as well so how, how are we how do we find that right balance and we, we, without losing sort of the athleticism in midfield as well so it, it's uh it's, it's a delicate balance as well so it's them two don't fit them two don't fit together yeah. I don't think they do. Either. They don't I'm fit together really, I'm because Guendouzi and Guendouzi Spice. and Tobias. Nah, they don't. Yeah, um, yeah. Maybe like in a different situation more, when you're chasing the game and stuff like that, and you need to bring more offensive guys on. But none of them want. To, none of them. None of them have, especially like with Shaka. Remember, I was saying last last season, Shaka and um, Guendouzi split too wide, and their distances are too far. And when they're in the four-two-three-one, and that's why I don't think they fit well together in a two. It's the same with these two. That They're always looking for the ball, looking for space. But as soon as it breaks down, they're too wide. They're too far away from each other. You, you, they can't, you can't bring the team in, condense the team to stop the transition. So having Willock and um, Torreira, Torreira has always got his head on thinking about, OK, if the ball breaks down, what am I going to do? Um, I don't like him in this more advanced position, especially when he's in a double pivot. He's very, very good at that. And he's very intelligent with it. Willock has shown elements of that in his game as well. So you can't really play Sabas and Ganduzi and the one's going left, one's going right and the ball breaks down because of the lack of technical quality from somebody. Avambianga um, being a big culprit of that. Mm. But, um, and then, yeah, we just get broke on. So I don't think they fit. I don't think you can play them both. Unless it's in very specific situations. Well, let's move on to some uh, Ganduzi appreciation then because... Uh, yeah, boy. My uh, driller, come on. You know, that second half... How many times have you seen that happen in a in an Arsenal shirt over the last decade? Not many times, right? Someone literally just take the game by the scruff of the neck and be like, you know what? Everyone else around me is is shit in the bed. Let me win this game for this team. And you know, the last time I saw it, Sesk Gendouzi versus Spurs. Okay, Gendouzi yeah, versus yeah, Spurs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What you would exactly. you would faster? Yeah, yeah. You, what this season? No, yeah, no, this season, yeah. bruv. My man ran. My, my man ran that game. But, I don't think it was. I don't think it was as um, Bro, as impressive. We were as... losing to Spurs. Genduzi literally played. He was the best player, and he took it upon himself to drag us back into the game. I agree, he was the best player, yeah, but I just felt like it was a lot more visible. Yeah, just, I, I, I think I think the circumstances maybe in this game suited more because obviously like uh, more impressive in this game because obviously we were down to ten men, mm. so it's arguably more impressive. But yeah, no, I also and, and the Spurs. outcome and the outcome yeah, and, because and the, we and won. the outcome. Obviously, we won this game. Yeah, I think if we yeah, had won, if won, the, won Spurs the Spurs game, game yeah, maybe yeah. he would have got more accolades like that. But yeah, um, yeah, no, he, he, he was he was fantastic again, again here. Like, um, what I've liked to see, what I'm um. The, what, one of the things I wanted to see more from Gwendouzi, which he is showing as well this season, is, is more progression in the final third. Um, so not mm. even necessarily that he needs to score more, but uh, create more. Like he's, uh, he's been a bit more penetrative with his passes as well. And dribbling um, as well. Saw, yeah, and dribbling. Yeah, so the dribble to win the penalty. He had that shot that um, hit, hit the, the post. post yeah. um, he had the, the obviously that led to Chambers' um, equalising goal as well. So... He's playing with his head up, so he, he is very forceful, like like Sesk in certain situations. Not not that level of talent, but he, he just just the bite, the will to win. I, I love it, man. I love it with him. Do you know what it is? So much personality with him. It's mad. It's mm. actually mad. it's mad. And do you know what it is? I think he's. I think he still doesn't know his power fully, but he's starting to realize it a little bit, and he's starting to think, well, like you know what? 
I've, I've got this, like, oh, wow, I can do this. Like, there's situations, yeah, throughout the games that I'm watching him play where I'm saying, yeah, like, he's he's growing into games. Like, he's not necessarily starting the games well. Like, he didn't start well against Villa. The team didn't start well, but he didn't look particularly good against Villa. He grew into the game. Um, you know, the same thing with Tottenham. He grew into the game. Like, there's, there's, there's things where I'm seeing from him where I'm like, as he's progressing throughout the game, as maybe he's getting more confidence, as he's reflecting, he's thinking, you know what? Like, I can do this. Like, I'm good. So, I think he's still got levels to go. I don't think he realises yet how good he is. I don't think he realises yet that he's one of our best and most important midfielders. And, like, his, um, his, his progressions, his actions, I think he's made the most um, uh, passes in the opposition half, I think, more than any other Arsenal player. Um, I might be wrong about that, but it's something like that. Like, he's... he's He's doing a lot for us so far this season, so we, we have to big him up. Like I'm, 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 what I'm seeing from him, I'm impressed with. I still can't believe that. Like we've just found this kid, like playing in like second division France, and like you know he's just come and he's just slotted right in. Like he's an absolute gem. Like we have to tie him down, um, and we have to just get him, like get, just feed this guy, let him play football, let him play the football that he loves to play, and maybe like structure a bit of a team around him. Um, you know, and like, let's let, let's see what he can really do. Nah, do you know what? I, I need to talk about Gendouzi a second because I feel like with with Gendouzi, if I was just an completely impartial opinion, I feel like he's a good talent, but not an elite talent. Do you know what I mean? Very, very good. But I feel like I'm forced to defend him because everyone outside That's of him. Arsenal Pagan is onto him, calling him normal, that calling him average, calling him mediocre. And that's what's doing me in. And I'm thinking, how can you watch this kid play and think he's mediocre? Because, all right, there is a, there's, there's sides to football. One is going to be your technical skill, how good a dribbler you are, how many kickups you can do, all, the, all these other things. But that, that's kind of, I mean, that's very important. Don't get me wrong. But the most important part of football, especially as a midfielder, is how you approach the game of football. So it's all in your head. Are you going to make that pass? What's this pass going to do? Is this going to help the attack? Is this going to create an attack? Am I going to be able to step through these two midfielders and get and get us going again? Am I going to get the ball turned and do something? Am I going to make something happen? And the thing about Gendouzi is he makes so much on the pitch happen. And that is priceless. Like, that is so important. That in itself is a skill. And do you know what's always... funny, Leroy, yeah? You see those yeah. critics that you're talking about and those things that you've mentioned, yeah? yeah. Their star boy midfielder doesn't do them things, you know? That's why I don't like him. That's why I'm not a fan. He's got all the ability in the world, but those are the tangibles, especially from a midfielder, that he's missing. And, okay, I'm not saying he's missing because he does do a lot for Man United and he's a one-man team, but for what he's rated as, as the most elite midfielder, for example, like a Robic, yeah, for what he's rated as an elite midfielder, he doesn't do that to the same level as you see most elite, elite midfielders do. Those intangibles, those make shit happen things and making the right decisions at the right time. For the, for the game state, what's happening? And Kaduzi, okay, he does make mistakes. He, in terms of his technical weakness, his first touch can be a little bit dodge. That's why I actually I'm liking his work higher up more than his work deeper at the moment. But I just I just don't understand how people can call him mediocre and normal and all this. Like he's not amazing, don't get me wrong. But how like he's a 20 year old midfielder? How many midfielders under 23 do you think of, do you know are better than Kaduzi in world football? Can you think of and, and reel off? I don't. I don't watch European football like that. So maybe Sean and Chabs can enlighten you guys. But 
I'll tell you what, there's, nah, not, yeah. there's not that many. That's the answer you were no, looking no, for, but, I know. But. No, but, <laughs> no but, but even if you said the Prem, I think, like, forget even going to Europe, even if you said in the Prem, I think like it's even hard to, to answer that really. Like, obviously, you've got the, the, you've got the, um, the Harry Winks Brigade You've got like the, the the guys who you know some other guys like that, but um, I don't think there's that many to say like yeah he's playing consistently at the level and having the output the type of output that he's doing mm. and he plays for you know he's playing for he's playing at a big club in front of like just like big numbers week in week out and for the most part he has been impressive. Anyone been saying that he's not season. been impressive is just yeah and the season's only like what like the season's not even really 10 games in but like even last season he was very impressive mm. so well people are gonna haters are gonna hate in it like you know them ones there like it is what it is in it I, I would like, argue outside of Bamiyang he's been our best player mm. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I guess you have to consider Bamiyang as being our best player but I mean Bamiyang's performances overall haven't been particularly great I don't think um, I think he's made game-changing contributions, but I think if you're talking actually on a performance level, if you're taking all things considered, I would say Gunduzi's up being our best player. Personally, yeah, yeah, no, I can agree with that. Um, yeah, obviously Abamyang. Uh, we don't have really have much to say about about him. I mean, how many goals is that now this season? I don't know. Actually, it's, he's scored quite a seven, lot. Hasn't seven he? in all comps. Seven, seven in se- all comps. Seven in seven, right? Yeah, seven and seven. So six in the Prem, one in Europa. On track for a thirty-five goal season. He should hit it, right? He plays thirty-five games. He's gonna yeah, get about thirty-five he, goals. No, nah, we're, we're not. We're not. We're not creative enough for it. If we were, if we we're had semblance of now, creativity. Man. If we had a semblance of creativity, he could hit 30, 35. Mm-hmm. No problems. Yeah, but he easy, hit thirty last easy. season. Well, yeah, yeah. So he definitely hit thirty last season. Yeah, I think he, we can get. He, uh, yeah, I think we'll improve 30, as well in the middle. I think he hit thirty-one or thirty-two in all comps. But yeah, if Jesus he had, uh, if we had, uh, like, yeah, you got to remember that the last time he had like creativity around him, he was doing him and Lewandowski. They were doing personal competition every week, bro, at Dor- um, at Dortmund and Bayern. Like in his last, like, see, remember he had Royce and Dembele either side of him. He mm. was shooting, like, he was really shooting. Do you know what I mean? So if you could recreate that and you could have those sort of tangibles a working midfield and a and a creative dynamic attack that that could feed him he he would yeah he'd be eating he'd be eating I, I'm so like I've not been so impressed like so like in terms of his general play naturally we all know it, it, it's not great however that movement in and around the 12 yard box is top tier bro. like it's, it's it's generally generally top tier man you can't you can't legislate for, for someone's ability like him just to to shoot I, I think I tweeted the other day like the fact that he scores virtually every game in a team that doesn't create any chances speaks volumes. It mm. speaks massive, mm. massive volumes. So, mm. um, yeah, long may it continue. Touchwood, he stays fit. And um, hopefully we can we can create a better attacking system to get even more from him. It's annoying because we're wasting his peak years. Oh, it's like yes, Ozil oh, all over again. Yeah, it is. It is. Jesus. It is. Uh, quick, quick thing on Ozil though. Did you? Because I kind of felt like this is becoming a deliberate mugging off now. And um, like obviously not subbed on at all against Villa. I know Emery's subs worked. Uh, we can we can have another discussion about you know Emery's mentality when it comes to these things and the fact that he brought chose to bring on two you know PMP uh, midfielders rather than like a creative 
uh, false in terms of Meza Ozil. We can we can go into that, but you know, not bringing him on and then t- starting him in the in the Carabao Cup and then taking him off after seventy minutes when he hasn't has he completed ninety minutes this season? He hasn't, has he? He hasn't completed any, he hasn't completed a single game this season. No. It's no. a complete no. muggage in my opinion. Because it's not like he's been injured, you know. I know he, I know he was a, a few games out injured, maybe. But you know, the games he's missed wasn't really due to injury, was it? It was due to the the domestic thing that was happening. Um, yeah, it's just been a mugging muggage, man. from the start. He's been mugging him. He's been mugging him. He's 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 made up his mind about him. Probably didn't really rate him to begin with. He's made up his mind about him, and it, it's it's been a blame from last season, really. Mm. Um, it is wastage. Like I can't, I can't remember. Did you say it, Leeway? But um, it's like wastage in his in his peak years. Yeah. I just think the whole thing with Özil is that um, when we saw him at his best for Arsenal, he obviously had um, Sanchez in the side. But I think the key was Carzola, and I think the key was Carzola ensuring that he always got the ball to Özil in the danger zone where Özil needed to have it in order mm. to do his damage. But we Özil was mugged off because. His game is based on picking up pockets of space um, and, and, and feeding players. So it worked to an extent with Sanchez and, and um, Theo Walcott running in behind. But Giroud, was we, who we'd always thought, was the type of striker who always comes into the space and occupies the space that, that Ozil likes to use and didn't really go in behind him. We finally got rid of Giroud, or Giroud's been eased out of the side to accommodate um, Lacazette and Abramian. Uh, we stopped putting Ozil in the side and then when Ozil is in the side we don't have midfielders who ensure that he gets the ball where he needs it so he always has to vacate his position come deep to get the ball he's always like 40-50 yards away from goal when he's trying to do his damage like all, all of like I, I see all of these things when watching him play um, I've watched Ozil for a long time I had season ticket for like a couple seasons and I could, I could I saw him like the last season I was there was like um, Xhaka's first season and it also and the season where Carzola got injured, and I could see the difference. Like Carzola got injured in the Champions League games, like November, and you could see the difference from like remember like we pammed Chelsea like three 0 like we had some good results at the Emirates, and then like he comes out the side, and then it all just became different, and we slowed it down, and then it was just like he couldn't really ever get the ball and do what he needed to do. But ability wise, he's a top 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 player, he's an elite footballer. So. How can you tell me that he's not good enough to start when the midfielders that are getting into the team week in, week out are are on a jolly up? Like, it's a it's a muggage. Him and Kalasinac were both involved in the domestic incident. Kalasinac has been in the side. Mm. He's been in the squad. You know what I mean? But Ozil's not like he's not getting games, but yeah, he's not fit. He's not like it's nonsense. Emery's Emery's just trying to make an example of him. Mm. It is where it's maybe because maybe because Ozil called him a fucking prick in the Champions League final. <laughs> Sorry, yeah. you know, I don't even know if I'm allowed to swear. Yeah, you're allowed maybe to swear. Maybe I don't know. I don't know. I don't the know, thing is, but it's played game. out now. It's played out now because the thing is, what example are you making? Like that you have not yeah, really yeah. made. Like it's long, bruv. Like just ah, oh, it's, it's doing my head in, man. It's, it's doing my head in. It's, it's 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 silly, and I think like we've actually not. Ozil's not the player for every type of game. We've established that. Similar to like kind of like the the thoughts on um, Sabios. Ozil's not the type of player for every game, but. He's definitely good enough to have played a lot more this season than the games he's featured. Like, it's crazy. Yeah, that is actually crazy. I think, I but think, I, I think 
sorry, I think one of the things that that's annoyed me as well is that still to this day, um, we don't have that quality for anyone to play the final ball in the final mm. third. Obviously, Gwendozi shown in the final third. Yeah, Gwendozi shown it a couple of times this season, which is which is promising. But in terms of the consistency of the execution, no, there there isn't a player who comes close to replicating what he can do. And despite mm. what you might think of him, that is still the case. I think what really um, irks me more is that and we can't people, create yeah, chances. And can't, what, uh, like, sorry, yeah, we're not creating yeah. chances. Sorry, what, 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 yeah, it's all right. What what irks me as well is that Emery is is criticizing his his, his obviously his work rate, his lack of athleticism. Uh, but at the same time, you're, you've made Granite Xhaka captain, who who displays yeah. arguably both those flaws as well, um, and, and he doesn't have the same quality as Özil. So it, it's kind of it, it's kind of double standards at the same time as well. Yeah. So, so so it is very very annoying on that front. Um, but it it is what it is at the moment. Like yeah, I've, I've made I've made peace with it. It's, it's not going to change in it. So I just hope that. Um, some of the other guys we have can step up and and can and can show obviously not that level of quality, but but something to make us more coherent in um in the short and the long term. We need to get Dracula out of here, man. I'm I'm fed yeah. up with him. Like we need to get yeah, him out. Yeah, I'm, no. I'm, I'm fully yeah. Some, someone held up an Emery outside, didn't they? Good. Um, uh, yeah, it, I saw that. I saw, was I saw it that yesterday? yesterday. Yeah, it was yesterday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Good, Sorry, good, yesterday. good. Um, and everyone that complains about this shit, like this is what big clubs do, bro. You feel like you could you could throw up stinkers like this in Real Madrid, then white hankies will be out, bro. Mm. They are on you, like, like this is what big clubs do. Get out of our club. But you, you're gonna you're gonna hold up a sign, Nero. Anyway. Bro, I'll hold up a sign, no problem, man. And I'll take on all covers of the big man. Like, come fight me if you want. To. Wait, there's a couple people that sit behind us. will be on it, I think, man. Like, bro, they'll be on give it. Give them a couple pints and they're on it. Man. They'll be ah, oh, okay. Say no more, man. Also, also, Edu and Raul got their ears down to the ground. If people start doing stuff like this with the placards, they'll they'll notice. I already think they're noticing anyway because yeah. of the way we're building the squad now. Um, it, it is a way, and I've been hearing stuff that um, Emery isn't happy. There's been a bit of tension with him because obviously, like you know, a lot of the like they've forced his hand with a lot of the players that he liked to use. Obviously, in an ideal world, we could have kept Monreal for the season and, and let go of Kolasinac, but that one was whatever. We got money for that in it, but uh, it, it, it won't be in more. It won't be a Mickey. Like he put it this way, like we wouldn't have got to see the young players if Mickey was still here. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? So, so he, mm-hmm. he they're, they're obviously forcing his hand um, by selling like the players that Emery loves, um, and they're seen as like indispensable and not like here for the long term. So, obviously, that's created tension in itself as well. So, I don't know if, if that if if that's leading to him picking certain players and not picking other players as well. So, but yeah. It, it definitely indicates that he isn't part of our long-term future. Let me ask good. you a question. Um, do you think if we lost against Villa, how much pressure and and how close to the door do you think he would have been? I think, that. He was, I think, I think he was on edge. I think nah. he was on edge. I, I don't I think do. he's close to the door. Like, I don't. Because the thing is, there's not an obvious candidate to replace him. If there was, different story. And we're not... We're still not really the type of club to do that. I don't think. I still feel like yeah. we're not a knee-jerk club. Like we'll give him. With I mean, unless he's adrift by December, and I'm talking not not looking like making the top four by any stretch of the imagination. That mm. in that situation, I can see someone forcing his hand. But as long as we're still in touching distance in the first ten games, I did never see him sacking him. Mm. Fair enough. Yeah. Even 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 yeah. I don't I don't see I don't see. I see him being under pressure. He is definitely under pressure. He's feeling it. Um, sackable at this point? Nah. 
I think they're going to ride it out this season. Yeah, Even if he gets bad results. I just think he's asked for the season and then whatever happens, like if he makes a top four, I, I just I think they should just do the cut ties, like you know, just end it sexy. Say thank you. I think they next will. chapter. I think they probably will. And then I, I, if he doesn't I, make the top four, then it's reason two. Is it is more reason two? But mm-hmm. I think Edu's not. I think Edu and Raul ain't, ain't on games in it. They're kind of they're setting the precedent now for for how things go at the club, which is great. Which is what we've needed. We've needed someone who understands the club. Like, do you think it, it makes me mad seeing all these legends like Vieira? Or like all, Henri, all these guys, all these Arsenal guys, have nothing to do with the club at the moment. But I'm glad that Eddie's come in, and he just looks like yeah, he wants the he wants the he wants the the right thing. So I, I do, I'm happy I do, I do feel though, I do feel that the there is the, the, the murmurings they're just there. Like like Ainsley's comments, despite what you might think of him as a player, they're very telling. Saka came out and said, oh, I, "I prefer talking to Freddie Lundberg." Because his communication is better. <laughs> Alan Smith came out and said he heard that sometimes the players are confused by Emery's tactics. You're not surprised, so you can't tell me that the players that there isn't. There's definitely discontent and, and, and murmurings there. It, it depends how much that comes to the surface. I mean, it is there to an extent. So it all, it all depends, I guess. With, with results, we can mask that. So yeah, to an extent, we, we we can mask that with results. But if players continue to make noises, players continue to shout. Um, I, I'm not saying it will happen, but I think there's a there's definitely a conversation to be had. Yeah. So I would I would, I would bin him tomorrow. Don't get me wrong, but yeah. there's, the problem is the lack of a suitable interim. So if there was a someone sitting, if if um, I don't know, say if Tuchel didn't go PSG and left Dortmund and he was unemployed on a sabbatical, you feel like <laughs> they're going to hang around? He'd be out the door. So I feel like it's the lack would of a suitable you, would you interim. Take, would you take Tuchel? Because yep. you say that, but then Allegri ain't got a job at the moment. Oh, no, so, nah, nah, I do not want him. Nah, 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 I don't want him. No, I'm not saying I want him, but I'm saying that like, he's a, he's available. Like, you know, right. on that same basis, you're saying if Tuchel was free, but then if someone we, like Allegri... But if we get Allegri, yeah, we haven't learned shit. Mm. We ain't <laughs> learned shit from this Emery experiment. We because we haven't. Real talk. But... I, I, I feel like Tuchel would be a more ideal candidate than Allegri, so it's more about the the fit for Arsenal. Um, yeah. Also, the the way the squad is being built, I'm almost 100 percent sure we are not going to give the squad to a type like Allegri or Mourinho. I just don't oh. think we will. I don't think. I mean, if we gave it to Mourinho, I'll I'll throw up. I'm, I'm, I'm gone. Just, I'll I'm stop out of here, man. <laughs> I, I, I can't. No, <laughs> Wenger won't allow it, man. Wenger nah, won't allow it. I, 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 I'll, I'll join NBA Twitter full time. <laughs> join Dizzer and them, yeah? Join Dizzer and them talking about fucking yardage and that and NFL Twitter. <laughs> NFL. Watching them chase <laughs> around some egg, bro. I can't. I'm not having Mourinho at my club, man. No Let's shoot through some listeners' questions then before we wrap things up. So, Galway89, he asked, so what we were talking about, the midfield three, we would start against United at Old Trafford. His ba- his question basically is, uh, do you think Emery will learn from that midfield that finished the Villa game uh, and use it against United? No, I think Shaka's name was on the team sheet no. from last week. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I, I think his his his, Emily, his post-match Emily, comments Emily. about Xhaka kind of you know he keeps doing yeah, this, doesn't well. he? He's, he's he's providing pretty. St- I, I know there's defending a player, but he he's providing some pretty staunch defence. You know, going into a lot of detail about you know Xhaka's contribution team, how he's always improving. It doesn't feel like he's just simply trying to 
confidence boost Xhaka. It feels like he's actually defending his place in the side. And really that's scary it. hours to um, me, man. Not understanding, he really believes it. Like, this yeah. one, you know, got to understand. You've got to accept. It. He really believes that Xhaka is that guy. He made him captain. He made him captain. Like, you can't say to me who else could he have made. Give it to anyone. But why is he? But why <laughs> is he like anyone. delaying on made him actually captain. officially dem- um, making him captain? Probably uh, they, 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 they must have their ear to the streets, and they must know people aren't happy with Shaka. They're probably waiting for him to have a good run of form or something, man. Mm. Uh, um, that's the only reason I'm thinking because, like, I think there'll be like a mini a mini riot if he's named captain. Mm. Yeah. Even the old heads don't like him. Even all the old heads on Twitter don't like him. Them 30, 40, 50 year old men. What's saying 30? Like, yeah. like <laughs> 40, 50 year old men. Sorry. Yeah. They, even they're saying, oh, this is a terrible captain and that. Like, I don't think people rate him, man. I think the club must know that. Well, so, so, a question basically on the captaincy then. Count Dracula says, uh, do, you, right, should, do you think the players should be ones to vote for their own captain? Probably not. But um, just regarding that, who do you guys think? should be the captain Aubameyang he seems to He's lead not. by example like I really liked what he did with Pepe at the weekend with the penalty um, you know he, he seems to be a, someone that the young players really look up to um, I don't, I've never really seen Aubameyang in a, in a, in a place where you know he, the, everything's against him and to see his reaction in, 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 in that regard but to me he seems like the player that's the most uh, respected in the dressing room and the go-to guy, you know? So he would probably be my vote. I don't think Aubameyang's captain material, you know? I think no, he leads. Right. I think he why? leads Cause, with why? his... Because um... he's got long... Because he's got shit air? Or what, 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 where is it? Where is he? Nah, I, don't I don't know. I don't, I don't think he's, he's a happy-go-lucky guy. I don't see him digging someone yeah, up when he needs to. I don't... Yeah, I think that's it. He's too nice, man. He's nice, man. He's nice, man. I want my captain to be a bit of a bastard, man. I want my captain to dig someone out when they need to. Yeah, man. I do. I do. I'm not going to lie. To be fair, when I... When I I don't know if we've got the characteristic. I don't David know if Louise? we've got the characteristic. I was going to say it's got, it's got it's got to be one of the Chuckle Brothers, Tweedledee and Tweedledum, David Louise or Socrates. But then then you're making their place in the side like indispensable. I'd never give it to Socrates. So David Louise, <laughs> David Louise gets it by default. Socrates <laughs> don't even make my my start my um, best eleven. Honestly. I, I honestly would give it to the player that leads by example the most, and I think that's Aubameyang. He 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 wins us games like. He did it against Villa. He he does it all the time. He wins us games. He leads by example on the pitch, and he would be my choice. What about Leno? I, I, I don't know. I, I've I, never I seen him be him. Vo- that vocal on the pitch. I don't know. I was no. thinking, him. but just you know, sometimes yeah, it's just got to be by default, isn't it? So Shaka like, can't have it though. We just got to make sure that Shaka doesn't get it. So I'd give it to Leno, one hundred percent. Just what? just just because. Shown any ideas? Um, for for me, uh, yeah, I, I I'm not as wedded to the idea that my captain needs to be like mad vocal and digging somebody. I, I get it to an extent, but that wouldn't be sort of the the reasoning that I would make someone captain. But yeah, I 
I'm so I'm not overly fast. I said I wouldn't mind the strikers or personally for me like Bellerin. I'm not. Mm. Uh, I'm not. Yeah. I'm not overly against that. So nah. too um, too much of it. Nah, nah, nah. What's your issue with yeah. Bellerin? He's too much of a sexual man. Nah, yeah. I can't have that. I'm not. Exa- I I don't really care. It was interesting to say that to see. Um, I remember Emery did say that he said. Um, you know, as part of his five captains thing, he wanted an English guy. And obviously, Holden wore it last night for the the end bit as well. I'm, obviously, I don't have to, to read too much into that. Um, I mean, it, it'd, be, it'd be good to just to just generally get you guys guys thoughts on, thoughts on Holden. Like, I don't, with me, I, I don't mind Holden because he's competent. My, 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 my big thing with Holden is that I feel like people overrate him into mm. something they're not, and that might yeah, end yeah. up causing him to crash down. Mm. So I just hope like they don't put too much pressure on my man like that. Mm. As a squad player, I'm happy with him. He's competent. Same. It was good yeah. to see him come back and score yesterday. But um, I, I'm not like I just still feel long term is he's a squad player. I feel like he's yeah. decent at a good. lot of things. Well, no, I think it's what, but mm, not yeah, oh, like I, I don't know what he particularly excels at. I've always said that about him. He's 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 like a six out of ten at most defensive things, but. What is he particularly good? Like he's not a particularly commanding player in the air. He's not particularly great on the ball. I wouldn't say he's a, a great tackler. He's not got good recovery pace. Um, I, I don't know what he particularly excels at. Maybe maybe that's good for us. Maybe we need someone who is like you know that that Nacho Monreal kind of player who you know constantly gives you the the same uh, you know the, the same performance level week in week out. Maybe we need that like that continuity in defense, but. Um, yeah, I'm not too sure if he's good enough to start for us. I'm not too sure. I think he was solid last season, though. I think before his injury, I think when he got injured, it is just when we start when the dummy started to come back. Because remember last season we were looking assured. So remember when people come when um, Emery first bro, come, people. Bro, I don't think we were oh, looking yeah, I, I think them. we got lucky. Bro, I'm, bro, bro, I'm so you think? Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, 22 yeah. games. <laughs> I, I, I don't agree. Even when Holding was in the team, we were still getting pammed. We were still conceding bare chances. We were like, just getting bare cool. lucky. Like, like he, he yeah, we, we got so lucky in that unbeaten run. Like, I don't, like I said, I don't mind Holding. But do you hold he's him? Com- but you hold him? But do you hold him to account com- for that? Or, or, no, or do you, you hold him to account for that? It's a squad issue, generally. It's a manager issue. But to touch on Lewis's point, he doesn't have any outstanding characteristics like we've, when Saliba mm. comes to next season you've seen there's a couple of things of Saliba that already stand out mm. Saliba's very mm. athletic he's got mm. great recovery pace he's very tall do you know what I mean so there's already things that stats like with, with Holding I don't know what he's especially good at and like Lewis said I don't know if that's a good or a bad thing but I don't see top level quality in Rob Holding it's cool. It's 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 it's, it's the Johnny Evans scenario, isn't it? Like it's all good and all, all nice until you meet an Aguero, until you meet a Vardy, until you meet a, a Salah. Someone who has an exceptional attribute, someone who ha- is exceptional physically, exceptional exceptional pace, very very strong. So he'll be absolutely fine against most defenders, but then most attackers. Sorry, but then that's them special attackers is what catches those guys out. Those those ones who don't have uh, incredible attributes. So yeah. Yeah. And, and and in a team Moffat. that already is like structurally a shambles a defensively, it's not gonna. It's not like he's playing for a, like he is someone that could play for Brighton and then be linked to a fifty million pound move to Arsenal. Dunk. He, yeah, like a Lewis Dunk. <laughs> he he kind of reminds me of that kind of player, you know. And maybe Holden is better than Dunk. I don't know, but um, he he kind of reminds me of that kind of player. Um, let me do one more question before we wrap things up. 
okay, CEF Edua, excluding Orba, who would you say is the most important player in the team? Torreira. I, I I really think he needs to play. Like I, I I'm ast- I'm astounded. Like he he just generally doesn't play. Like I still think he's the most important midfielder Arsenal have. Mm. Until until like you decide like so if you don't think he's good enough, fair enough. That's a debate for another day. However, I, I do feel he's good enough. Like the issue obviously with him is that he's he's very small. Like and and he lacks height. But I think he makes up for that in other facets. Yeah. Um. But yeah, until then, like for me. That is the first midfielder you, you you put on. You 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 have a base that you can build from, and then for, after Terreri, you can choose a combination of whoever you want in front of him. But for me, he starts. Mm. He starts. The obsession the manager has with Xhaka is the obsession he should have with Terreri. Yeah, personally. But obviously, he yeah. he, he uh, prefers presence. So um, I, I, for me, it, people other people might agree. But yeah, Terreri would be after Aubameyang. That's who I would be putting into the team next. Yeah, I, I agree with Terreri. Um. I would probably put him closely alongside Lacazette. And the reason I say Lacazette is because of his performances in the big games. Um, and I feel like sometimes our, our attack looks a little bit even more disjointed than it does when he doesn't play. Um, so I think Lacazette and Torreira are probably on a par. You know what a big issue when Lacazette doesn't play? It's um, for all Oba's fantastic qualities... So when I rewatch games, so many of our moves break down with over, yeah. and yeah. And, th- and then that leads to the Can't transition. Hold the ball. But Lacazette it doesn't, it doesn't happen stick. so often, no. mm. and um, so Lacaz- we get less transition. So Lacazette actually being on the, uh, present on the pitch helps us defensively, and we're not under as much pressure. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Spot him. He holds the ball. He can buy us a little free kick. You know what I mean? He could win it. Like he he does good work when he's on the ball. Yeah. Um, and I think it's underrated and undervalued, but he, he definitely does good work when he's on the ball. So who would Opa, you who would you guys the... most important player outside of Oberby then? I've still got Torreira though. Okay. Shabs? Yeah. I'm thinking to I'm saying Torreira. I think Bellerin as well, man. I just think Bellerin's impact was so big last season. Um like what he gave us like going forward obviously like the defensive um, st- stability but he's much better going forward and I think um, you know what did he have something like six assists in the league yeah, he like he was just so important for us he was he was so I, important I, for us I think but yeah I, like, I, he's, I, he's, he's, he's a key player but um, I, I, I think to, I, I've scored the Torreira shot though as well though definitely yeah. I, I, I think going forward that, that ho- hopefully hopefully the fullbacks will be massive for us because that that mm-hmm. is an area of the team that will add an extra layer of yeah. dy- dynamism to us. So I hope that um, Tierney and Bellerin are what we want them to be because if they are, then, then that I'm confident is, uh, Tierney will be. I think that yeah. that most valuable discussion, there's also a factor to play, played into it that, you know, how strong is that player compared to his replacement? So uh, there's definitely a, a considerable shout for Bellerin to be made as one of our most important players simply because the replacement for him is so subpar and the same as the same would go for Tierney whereas maybe if Torreira comes out of the sides you've got Ganduzi you've got uh, I'm not saying that Willock is anywhere near uh, Torreira but I feel like the gap is a little bit less from Bellerin to Maitland-Niles or Tierney to Kolasinac you know Um, so yeah Uh, alright cool let's leave it there because we've been going on for a while I know there was a lot to cover but um, yeah let's leave it we didn't even talk about the Villa game you know we just left it (laughs) 
Yeah, slightly, but everyone was just hey, what hey, what about the um um the EFL Cup draw though? I just saw that we've got Liverpool. Yeah, Liverpool. What? Yeah. What let's, 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 let's just go let's just go out in peace. Is it at home or away? I think we're away. At Anfield. I think we're away. Oh, what is even yeah, the yeah. point, mate? <laughs> what you know what? Point? Forget it. Bin it. Yeah, been, I, play, play I promised my nephew to take him to the next round as well, man. What? That's, uh, yeah. to... oh, don't get robbed. Don't get robbed. Take your nephew Slater Street after. Take your nephew Slater Street after, man. Hit the time, man. So it'll be a good one. I'll tell you, Alma the Cuba. I hit up Liverpool a couple, couple times. He's decent. He'll oh, enjoy yeah, it. Yeah, you, like, you like those scouse ladies, <laughs> yeah? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, well, well, I don't know about that. I'll incriminate myself on this footy pod, yeah? Hey, happy days. All right, cool. Let's, uh, we'll be back next week. Anyway. Right. Uh, make sure to uh, use the hashtag, hashtag Touchline Fracas. Uh, we can find us at the Touchy Gooners. And yeah, we'll be back next week. Cheers. All right, in a bit. Cheers, bro. Peace. Peace. Metro, we want you to know we're ready for you. Here are just a few of the people at Metro to tell you how we're doing our part to keep riders safe. We're cleaning like never before. We're hospital grade clean. You'll find hand sanitizer stations all over the Metro. No mask, no Metro. Need one? We have a few extras. At Metro, we're doing our part to keep the D.C. area moving. Find out more at wmata.com slash doing our part. Sports Social Podcast Network.